Is it recording? Okay, now it's going. Okay. <clears throat> I'm Annalisa, and I am Casey. And we are the baddies in the basement you didn't know you needed on this journey through life and motherhood to bring you the enlightened, raunchy, kind of stupid, and sort of magical conversation that everyone wants to have but is too scared to say out loud. So buckle up and get ready. Because it'll be fun, but it's, it's not, not perfect. perfect. You play music? Yeah, you play some music. <laughs> Can you turn the pop? You have to turn the power on, remember? The power on. That one first. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's um, a day today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what date is. Can't keep track. Uh, yeah, I was telling somebody earlier today. I was like, usually I don't hate being a parent until Friday. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> I'm already over it. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Um. Welcome to It's Not Perfect. Because it's not. Because it's just not. <laughs> Neither is life. So here we are. Um, it's a day. Yes. It is a day. How's your day? It's okay. You How's know, your night? It was a little long. Um, usually, if it's like a pretty, if it's a pretty quiet night, Chris is like the designated, like one or two wake-ups, give the bottle, go back to sleep, because he's just... He'll go back. He gets back to sleep so fast that yeah. it's just makes more sense. Mm. But it's been um, Vivian just learned to crawl a couple of days ago, and then so she's really into that. Her teeth are trying to come in. There's a lot of drool happening. She does not want to wear a a bib thing at all. Like when Wesley was teething, we just like put it on him, and he's like, it's totally fine. <laughs> like didn't even notice, and we like put it around her neck and it just like touches and she's like no screams yeah we have never ever used a bib ever so i can't okay then (laughs) so we won't be wearing this so no on the drill rag for you got it (laughs) less message received um anyway so either that or she's getting sick it's hard to say but she's been up like every couple hours the past two or three nights so i'm hoping I'm hoping she's not getting sick, mostly. Yeah. It's no fun. Mm. It feels good to be here. Yeah. I'm feeling good. It's been a, a bit. It's been a while. We've had a little a little hiatus. Yeah, I was laughing because in our last episode we said, we're going to take a break. But we really <laughs> took a break before we put out the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bit out of order. It's you know, true. Whatever. It's true. Yeah. Holidays have passed. We're on the flip side. On the flip side, a new a new year, a new a new moon. It's not a new moon, but it's in fact isn't it the full moon? It was on Friday, I think. Oh man, it still looks full. It does, yes. Yeah. Has that like nice yellow hint? Oh, I took my watch off. I believe it's called a waxing gibbous. Oh, the gibbous is <laughs> the gibbous is waxing. <laughs> 
we're very knowledgeable about astrology here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, only if it's on the calendar, then I know. <laughs> yeah, I can read the cliff notes and find out everything there is to know about <laughs> the particular moon phase. <laughs> so in the spirit of releasing this around and or near Valentine's Day, we're going to talk about relationships. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to start, <laughs> uh, when this when we first started doing this, I was like really irritated with Adam because he just like seemingly had no interest mm-hmm. in like sharing it with anyone, listening to it. Yeah. And like I literally said like over and over again, what I'm telling you exactly what I want is for you to share this. Yeah. I want you to post it and let people know that your wife is doing something cool that you think is cool. Yeah. And he just would not do it. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. And finally I was like, what? Like, why? Like, are you embarrassed? Yeah. And he was like, well, I don't want to listen to it because I don't know what you guys are talking about. I think I would be embarrassed. Oh. Like, he just assumes that I probably am just shitting on him. <laughs> I was like, I don't ever say anything bad, but I think the notion that I prob- that I am definitely bringing him up is, yeah. like, enough for him to be like, I no don't thanks. want to know. Yeah. I'm like, don't you want to know what's inside my brain? Because I want to know everything that's inside yours. Yeah, like, like that doesn't <laughs> seem fair. If, if Chris were doing a podcast, I would be like, I need to know I, What time does it drop? What do you say when will, I'm not around? I will get up at midnight so that I can listen to it <laughs> one minute after it drops. Yes. I must know. Yeah, so I just did not understand. So it's funny that like now that like we are literally actually spending a whole episode talking about relationship him. Uh-huh. <laughs> talking about them and uh, well, mostly so like would hate it, but mostly like our experiences though. It's just our mm-hmm. perspective because it doesn't include the other side perspective yeah. right it's just our our end yeah um so i think what we had sort of talked about i don't like that i feel like there's a different gabbed about Ch-ch- no i don't like that either we discussed sounds too formal what we have planned in the agenda for today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, There's no plan. Yeah, no. Um, but we talked a little bit about like just going from being in, in like sort of a new relationship to just the process of how relationships go now being in uh, – Adam and I have been together going on eight years. How long have you guys been together? Uh, we – have been together well we've been married for 12 years wow yeah (laughs) uh we've only been married for five years so that seems like so long (laughs) we've been married for 12 years and we i guess we were together so maybe we're like 13 14 something like that okay um so having that like time to marinate I suppose for lack of a better word like just the process of getting from point a to point b and and the process of like dating to marriage to kids and everything in between like just sort of the journey of that and how uh dynamic it is uh and how many changes you go through and specifically like the person that you are when you walk into a relationship Uh, I would say a long-term relationship because obviously you don't know that when you're walking into it. Right. Right. For the most part. I feel like we can talk about that. Like I definitely had inklings, but 
Yeah. Just like the person that you were then and the person that you are now are obviously completely different. Mm-hmm. Not and, only and will continue to be. Yeah. Not different. only because of time, but because of the person and person that you're with and and all of that, too. And and just sort of, yeah, our journey and experiences of those. So, yeah, I don't know where to s- start. I yeah, suppose. Start, like at the beginning. Sure. Maybe. So Chris and I met in college at Dance Dance Revolution Club. I was hoping it would come out again at some point. DDR Club. (laughs) I I think I was a pretty, I was pretty, like a pretty rigid person, I would say. At the time, I wouldn't have said that about myself. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't have thought. Like, if you asked me, I wouldn't be like, I'm like a really rigid person. <laughs> I I think that I just sort of discovered that through time. I definitely had a lot of expectations of other people mm-hmm. and of myself um, that were like, this is how a relationship should look. And this mm-hmm. is how people should behave. And this is what like loyalty looks like. And this is what it means to be honest and mm-hmm. like I, I've changed my um like thought process around a lot of those things now but we definitely sort of just like dove kind of dove headfirst into relationship like basically right after we met we just started spending pretty much every day together yeah and when we weren't together, like aim chatting <laughs> online. <laughs> um, I think one really interesting uh, thing that happened at the beginning of our relationship was Chris had, Chris and I had both kind of just come off of experiences personally that had changed us and like changed our outlook a little bit. And um, he was just coming back to school after taking a break and he like, hadn't updated his Facebook profile in a while. And mm-hmm. so we met at this DDR club and he, to hear him tell it, like immediately went home and was like, I need to update my Facebook immediately. Like <laughs> this needs to be more accurate. But I luck, thank goodness had seen it before he changed it. Yeah. So he had all this stuff on there. Like I love camping and I really <laughs> like to listen to Savage Garden and like <laughs> these things that I was like, there's no way this human exists. Yeah. Like there's no way this person exists in uh-huh. life. Holy crap. <laughs> and then like that evening later, he changed it. And I like the next day I was like showing it to a friend and I'm like, this is not what, this is not the same. What happened? What just happened? Yeah. Cause it was very buttoned up. Like, yeah. Like asking him later, he was like, well, I just, I mean, I hadn't been camping in a long time. So it felt a little like dishonest to say that I enjoy it, even though I do. Yeah. Because I just haven't, I mean, I haven't done any, I haven't done it. So how embarrassing would it be if you asked me about it? And I was like, well, I don't really actually camp though. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what? Like, do you not like Savage Garden anymore? And he was like, no, I do. I just, it just seemed like a weird thing to have on there. what is happening um (laughs) anyway so that's like a funny thing just like trying to put what you think is your best foot forward versus your actual authentic self yeah and how differently like if I would have seen his second profile first I would have been like 
like just the honest transparent like one I guess was. I was wrong I guess I like yeah. really misjudged my attraction so yeah. <laughs> never mind <Whoops. laughs> oh okay that's so that's funny so I'm like hearing lots of similarities to our experience because well Adam and I met through a work thing and I don't I think I was newly single but he was still in a relationship and uh, spoiler alert, someone had been adding tequila to my cup that I thought was of Bud Light. And you may ask, how would you not know? Well, it's because I don't drink Bud Light or tequila. <laughs> so uh, they both like, taste that bad. That's exactly what it tastes um, like. <laughs> I do drink tequila now, but at the time I was like, I don't know, this tastes like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this must be what alcohol oh, is. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and so I was like so excited because I had found out his birthday is the day before mine. And this was the first time it was like a work event. I'm sorry. Uh, same. What? Chris's birthday is February 18th and mine is February 19th. You're fucking kidding me. No, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm absolutely not. I'm the same person. Okay. Uh, um. Anyway, carry on. That's so hilarious. Um, okay. So I, I had been working working for a couple of years I didn't go to college like everybody else so it's a smart decision probably <laughs> um so I was finally like meeting people that were my age so I was super excited him and his friend we ended up on the same bowling team for this networking event but I didn't really think anything of it and then I didn't see him for a couple years um a year or two probably he just didn't come to any events and then we like matched on Tinder. Yes. Um, and it was the night before Valentine's Day. Oh. <laughs> um, we ended up at this event and then ended up like being together for the rest of the night. And then we basically talked every day after that. Yeah. It was sort of, so we had technically like met each other, but like sure. once we started talking, uh, we just never stopped. And I, there were very few times, there were sometimes in the beginning, uh, he would like just randomly leave. Like we'd be hanging out for a couple days and then he'd just go home, which <laughs> I found out later was because I had a very small bathroom that was attached to my bedroom and he had to poop. So he would just leave when he had to poop. It's time to poop now. Yeah. That's gotta hilarious. go. Bye. Um, <laughs> that's very like early relationship. Like, Oh, I'm not gonna. Yeah. That's very funny. Um, so just funny, the things that we sort of dance are like, I wouldn't have cared. I mean, I don't know. Um, <laughs> and he also, I had mentioned that I loved to dance, mm-hmm. um, which for me just means like being drunk and dancing at the time (laughs) I did love swing dancing I I had taken some swing dancing classes in high school and I really loved it um and so he like secretly started taking dance lessons yeah isn't that the sweetest thing you ever heard in your life but he's like a terrible liar (laughs) and like it didn't take very long and I'm like a very clingy person (laughs) clingy is not the right word but like we were talking every day. Yeah. So like it very quickly was apparent that he was hiding something because sure. he didn't want to lie about where he was. So I could tell something was up. Yeah. And so it like, eventually I was like, okay, like you're going to have to tell me what's going yeah. on because you haven't made up a good excuse for why we're not like what's going on. And so he had been taking dance lessons because he really wanted to be able to take me to dance. That's so sweet. It was really sweet. 
Um, that would fit in really well with, so when we got married, we did like, so we got married with our church, my home church pastor and we like, it was just happened to be really, we had a short engagement just because we wanted to get married in October and like we got engaged in July and we were like, I don't, I don't need a year to plan a wedding. That's insane. Yeah. That's just how we were. Um, so luckily there was like a quick take the six week like yeah whatever premarital thing anyway our the our pastor's sermon for our wedding was about like um like dance lessons and like learning your partner and Mm -hmm. some thing oriented to that because we had talked like he you tell the story of how you met and stuff and those things and all of our friends were like ooh, i mean that's not really okay. <laughs> we we're so so nice about it, but we were we we're like it's not. It's just a, it's a game though. Like there's it's arrows not like and, dancing, yeah, and like it's it's very nice. Oh my but gosh, like, that's so funny. He tried, he tried, he tried to really. It was really cute. <laughs> just didn't understand. Yeah, and probably it was better that way anyway, because anybody who didn't know what it was would have been like more lost. Yeah. If he had tried to, to go down that road. But anyway. Oh, that's funny. Um. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I think, I mean, well, we're just going to see where it goes. Because sure. um, I'm thinking of like what, I guess, like you said, that things like kicked off like pretty quickly for you. Yeah. Um, For us, we like did start talking that in that February but then nothing was ever established as to like being exclusive or are we dating or anything like that (laughs) and I was sort of new to that Uh, most of my boyfriends were Christians so that was like a whole different thing right and then the only other one that I had like very clearly said like will you be my girlfriend yeah and like (laughs) it was very anyway so but that was like I don't know. It like I feel like there was a separation and this was like the first like adult. Yeah. Like you don't necessarily say like, "So do you want to be my girlfriend? Do you want to be exclusive?" I don't know. And yeah. Adam definitely is not the kind of guy that would be like Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's talk. Yeah. Especially at that point. I'm just wondering, I guess my actual question is, what was the first like rocky part? Ooh. Um, that's a great question. I also want to just add and share that we, um, Chris went with, so should we change our Facebook status now? (laughs) And we had never been on a date. Like we had been talking and I think we had like gone on like a walk or something, but just a lot of like, did you say yes? Watching movies. (laughs) No, I said maybe once you ask me out on a date I'm like you haven't even taken me on a date so after that way to go absolutely but no that's funny no but actually yes anyway try harder it's like come on man and it's like well I just thought it was like that's where we were going like it is but you can't just you have to like do something anyway uh I think probably a lot of things come to mind but I can't decide if I would qualify them as Rocky or not. I, but they felt that way at the time. But looking back, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. The first like real, like 
the first, or maybe you were just like this from the beginning. For us, there was a clear point where we went from like this casual to like, oh, we have some shit to talk about. Like we need to work through this. Yeah. I think um, Chris like struggled a lot with school. Just he wasn't doing something that he really genuinely wanted to be doing. Mm -hmm. And so he would like have a hard time getting motivated to go to class if it was a particularly difficult class or whatever. So he took a lot of time trying to figure out his degree and stuff. He came to the end of the semester when we had met and he had like he was gonna have to go home to Mm -hmm. minnesota and i was like "Mm, why don't you just you just move in with me like obviously so that wasn't even really the rocky part so much as like after like i had this sort of expectation in my head of like oh well he just doesn't like that thing so he just needs to find the thing he does like and then he'll like graduate mm-hmm. and he wasn't super forthcoming with me about the fact that this was like the second academic dismissal that he had had from school uh-huh. and so <laughs> I so you get like the first one you get you have to take a semester off yeah the second one you have to take a year off uh-huh. the third one which actually I think this was his third the third one you have to like write a thing yeah and like essentially beg for them to let you back in yeah anyway i seems like i'm like trying to picture you oh my god 14 years ago oh my god (laughs) just based off what i know (laughs) well and then also also like picture chris 14 years ago which you don't know him very well yet but he like doesn't like it's not like he doesn't like to take responsibility for things that's not it he just like doesn't really know how to yeah and especially then he always felt like it's going to be much better if I just lie about this or like not even lie, but just not be super direct. Yeah. Like not really not be upfront about it. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that is not the Uh, answer. That's going to go away. We're going to nip that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there's also a financial aspect. Like if you don't pass the classes, you have to pay for it. Yeah. Still. Yeah. But anyway, so there was a lot of financial stuff too that I didn't, that he didn't deal with that I then learned about later. So I think that whole Mm -hmm. thing was probably our first, like me being like, who are you? Yeah. What is (laughs) is happening right now? Who Like, how can I like you so much and feel like we have so many shared values, but then you're doing this whole set of things that I'm like, what? (laughs) yeah (laughs) what oh man it's a struggle (laughs) uh okay so for us I think the reason initially was asking about like the when you went from like casual to exclusive or whatever that looks like yeah was because that was our like big first rocky thing um and I've been sort of in the back of my head trying to decide how much I'm going to share um not because of me because I will share anything to everyone but I also (laughs) it was a involved other people so so we'll just see how much comes out I guess (laughs) (laughs) you can always edit it back later so 
we had started talking like February and Adam eight years ago was like just very quiet and reserved and I feel like I was pretty good at like drawing that out of him but he yeah hard to get especially like serious type stuff like that like he was definitely kind of the same thing like not lying or anything at all but like definitely not bringing anything up no questions yeah you know I think that we are both having a lot of fun too so we're like both sort of afraid of like having that conversation like don't make it real yeah and so we started talking in February we didn't actually I think I had friends in town in July and they, we were all like at a bar and they were like, so, but they like separated. <laughs> and, and I think he asked me, so are you and Adam dating? And I was like, I don't know. And then she asked him, so are you <laughs> Casey dating for like across the room? And he's like, I don't know. I, th- I think so. <laughs> and so we were like, okay, I guess we're dating. dating. Uh, but somewhere in between like that spring or whatever, I had still been, I don't know. It was weird for me to be in that sort of situation because I felt like I wasn't, I don't know if it was good enough or cool enough or whatever, but I assumed that he must be talking to other people. And I think we were both sort of doing the thing where we were checking our tinders to see who had been on it last Oh, interesting. And so we were watching each other say, like, she was on four hours ago. He was on five hours ago. And just assuming (laughs) that we were both still, um, like, this was just a thing that was happening and not, like, exclusive or anything. And so I just didn't really know. So I was, like, talking to other people. And spoiler alert, Adam was the first person that I ever slept with. Oh, that's so cute. Um, I love that so much. (laughs) But then I didn't leave it at that. <laughs> and so since I didn't know that we were exclusive, I had like ventured off with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And um, and then as soon as it happened, it was like a weekend that Adam was out of town. And as soon as the weekend was over, I was like, fuck, I think I just fucked this up. Yeah. Like, we are definitely exclusive. What was I thinking? And, um, and like, the other guy was a friend, and we, like, talked it out. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, uh, I think Adam and I are exclusive. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is let's fine. not fine. do that again. Yeah. Um, and I, it took several – I don't think it was until that fall – that I finally was like, hey, so first big news, uh, <laughs> first big news is that you're the first person I ever slept with. Yay! Let's but hold on to that. not the only one. Like, and I like try, tried so hard to just like glaze over it. Yeah. It didn't work. <laughs> and he was like, who? What? When did it happen? Where was I? Like what weekend was that? Because he was like traveling a lot at that time with his friends. And so he, like, wanted to know not all the details, but some of them he could have guessed. And it was just, like, not pretty because, like, at that, like, we when we looked back, like, at that point when I did that, we both really liked each other already. Yeah. And And I think that he had, like, retrospectively, he was like, man, I was, like, in love with you by yeah. that point or thinking, like, close to that. Sure. 
and I was off yeah. with somebody else. And but like I just didn't know. Well, yeah, because it sounds like there wasn't an explicit. Yeah. And so it wasn't yeah. I mean, it wouldn't qualify really as like cheating or anything, but it definitely felt like that to me. So it was like yeah. a big weight on my shoulders. And when it finally came out, it took like a good couple months for us to really like work through that. Yeah. Um, because he was having some really big like feelings. And so was I was like feeling he was feeling really hurt, but not like at me. Yeah. Just because he understood uh, that like I didn't like I he thought he was like, I fucked up. I didn't say anything Mm -hmm. when I should have. And then like this happened basically because I didn't open my mouth. Yeah. And so we were both like beating each other up about it, beating ourselves up about it. Now that I think about it, like the perfect way <laughs> for us to like initiate this, like what we have now, mm-hmm. um, because it kind of really forced us to like, he's like, oh, don't do that shit. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's um, awesome. I love that. And I, this is slightly, it's not off topic. I don't know. I don't know where where it's going. But when Adam and I met. Like I said, he was very, like, reserved. And I remember coming home from, like, the first date. And I was like, I don't know how it went. Like, he just mm-hmm. had a really hard time talking. And I'm not that great at carrying on, on conversations if I don't have, like, a mutual party. Right. Um, and so I was like, I don't really know. And so for, like, the first, like, few weeks, first month, like, we kept going out. And, like, he just wasn't really talking very much and normally I would have just been like yeah I don't have time for this I have like five other people that are interested (laughs) yeah Yeah. there was a point I was talking to my roommate at the time my cousin was living with me and I was like you know what I just feel like because we were kind of kind of talking through the different people that I was talking to at that time yeah And I was like, you know, like, so-and-so, I think, like, I feel pretty confident that if we were together, we would make a good team. Sure. And such and such, I don't know, that sounds fun, whatever, but Adam feels different. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I'm having this magical time. Sure. But I feel like in my bones, if I don't see where this goes, I'm going to regret it. I don't know, like, since that point, like, thinking back on that and how I was just, like, willing to, like, just keep trying. Yeah. Like, there's somebody in there that I'm going to love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's in there. Yeah. And and then, like, obviously, like, our relationship progressed. We moved in together. We got married. And it wasn't until a couple years ago that I realized that I still hadn't met that person that I fell in love with. I knew that there was a person in there that was for me. And I thought that I had met him. Mm -hmm. I thought like, oh, I brought up some like more outgoing qualities and he's becoming himself. And then, and then it didn't really, I didn't really realize until we sort of hit like, rough space again that I was like oh this person that I'm in love with is still trapped inside this guy (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Yes. A hundred percent makes sense. Um, yes. And so we've talked about that a lot. And I don't know if, I don't know how much Adam really like gets of it. Yeah. Besides me saying like, I don't love you. <laughs> I love that, that person in there, that soul in there. That it's I like don't saying, know. Like I love the real you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I don't know if he really even knows who that person is yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> like it's okay. I know that I. Love yeah, them, like though. I'm gonna stick around okay. because I know this guy's in there. Like, yeah. and and then it makes it like to see like glimpses of that real person that is like definitely my person. Yeah, is so cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, but also really exhausting when 100%. the majority of what you see is not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we're to the point now where I'm seeing more and more of that as like a regular human being, like, uh, like regular surface him is like more him, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's interesting. That is such a cool way of thinking about it. I think m- m- my experience is a little bit similar, except for that. I don't think that I was really conscious of that experience until probably super recently yeah um because i i personally had a lot of work to do (laughs) myself to get to where i could even be like oh that's a glimpse like oh i can see that like Mm. oh you're you're not triggering me on purpose you're not like you're you have your own things and i have my own things and we're like here sort of challenging each other a lot and that's a good thing yeah that's okay that's how relationships kind of are yeah but I uh had to get to a place myself where I could be like not taking those things personally Mm -hmm. before he had a place where he could start to sort of like have space to do discover that and instead of just being able to just always direct the anger at me and be like well Annalisa is the problem clearly (laughs) like she's a crazy person um now it's a little bit more like oh, there is something here that I could probably benefit from working on. It's not just her trying to make me perfect. (laughs) I swear it's not that. I swear. It was at one point that, for sure. It is no longer that. But it's taken him some time to, and like respectfully so, I I don't blame him um, to get to the point where he's like, oh, this person like is, we're a team. Yeah. And they're like, I needed to get to the place where I could be a teammate most of the time instead of like very little of the time (laughs) Uh, yeah it's interesting like getting into those those little areas of like you have to figure out how your team works sort of like your team dynamic I guess we Adam and I have talked about this about like sports and stuff like you could have the best team yeah but if they don't like each other then you sorry you have to like get the synergy going and yeah not only do you have to have good I don't even know if you have to have all good players I feel like the team dynamic is more important but that includes everyone on the team all of the coaches all the trainers all Mm -hmm. that like the whole dynamic is important and um obviously everyone is different but you both have a real you in there that's just buried by a lot of shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. and then trying to figure out like the I don't know the little nuances or like the routines that you do not just not like daily routines but like your emotional routines and things yeah. that um it's almost like um like 
ruts that are worn in of like yeah. this is the path that I always follow when this mm-hmm. thing happens and maybe I don't want to do that anymore or yeah. maybe I don't even know that I'm doing it it's so like a side note I just got in my head a lot because Chris really hates the metaphors that I I'm, <laughs> he's I don't know he hates them I'm not I'm working on it it's a skill that I'm learning he's very good at it he's a teacher it's like comes naturally to him so every time I he's very critical of my metaphors um and most of it's fair anyway <laughs> I liked that one I feel like it was, that good. was good um and then well I was gonna go and be like well and then the rain comes and then it like it's like <laughs> no, squishy and stop then, before yep, you yep, <laughs> don't no more end it there end it there um anyway it's like the worn path that you yeah. have to work to sort of say do I want to keep doing that or do I want to change it yeah I think a lot of that work can only be done in relationship but I don't think it has to be a romantic relationship. I think yeah. it can be a friendship. I think it can be family members. Yeah. It can be all kinds of relationship, a mentorship sort of relationship. There's so many relationships where yeah. that those like patterns, something helps you question that or holds yeah. up a mirror to it. Okay. But does it feel like I'm my, I'm like feeling anxiety as you're saying this because okay. I feel like it's like 1000 times harder to like get move out of those ruts. Yeah. In any other relationship besides like a romantic marriage. One. Yeah. Well, I I think it just like even with parents or like longtime friends, I'm thinking yeah. like I mean, I would much it would be much easier for me to to like address something with Adam than anybody else like if I was in a friendship that was not going the right way or just repetitive or in a rut in that way I don't know that I would work to really fix it as hard as I would with Adam I would just be like well yeah mm, there's a dead end (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting let's unpack that I don't know about that. I think I really, really, that really resonates with me. Like I agree with a little bit of what you're saying. I think at least for me, I don't know that I have ever necessarily been taught how to do that. Yeah. In general, like it, it's a skill that I think you learn and have to practice. Mm -hmm. But I think that it, could could be applied to those relationships there is something that I also noticed that is seems like less safe I guess yeah well I think the fear is like I don't have a verbal agreement with this person yeah or a legal agreement with this person and even if it's family or a longtime friend like for me like and my what the story that my brain is telling me is there's a pretty high possibility that this friendship is going to end if you bring it up anyway. So why even bother? Yeah. Which I, I suppose like in it, like with Adam, like I feel much safer to know that whatever comes up, we're going to figure it out, mm-hmm. not give up or move on or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that, there's probably room for both. I guess my experience has been with some of that anxiety, like any time that I've been able to, well, 
I it's not a singular thing because sometimes it's the other person that like has the courage to bring up the thing. Right. Um, but anytime that that has happened, it, it does inevitably either like bring you closer together or push you away just like it would in any relationship. Um, so I think the instinct of like, potentially this can end this for (laughs) this relationship is real. But I think something that I have learned over time in the rare instances that it has happened, like we have addressed things in like in friendship, for example, is that it does end up bringing you closer. Cause then you don't have this, like for me, I, I can't, <laughs> one of the things that I still can't cope with, and I don't know what this says about me is like the unknown, okay, like the unknown pursuing. So if there's something that is on my mind that I'm like really upset about, and then I just, don't say anything about it Mm. i will think about it forever oh i cannot until i address it adam could say like um have a mean tone with me because he had a rough day like very nothing at all just like cranky he could be cranky with me and i'm like well i cannot function until we talk this through Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like Mm -hmm. something like that where it's like oh we had a fight about we had a fight about how he was sweeping the floor because I just had an honest question of like oh what's your plan like what are you doing and he like freaked out at me sounds like something I would do why the fuck are you asking me just let me micromanaging let me broom the or let let me broom let me sweep the fucking floor and I was like no I wasn't I wasn't accusing I just I just curious I just wanted to know what you were doing it seemed like a really roundabout way I don't know I was just interested like how your brain works and he's like shut the fuck up (laughs) but but if we i think it took a couple days probably maybe not that instance maybe but like there has been instances like that where it's like takes a couple days and then he's like totally over it moved on and i'm like we need to talk (laughs) we still haven't watched this yet um i think uh i'm typically not the one to to bring the things up Mm -hmm. i think i am in with Chris, with Chris and I, I am. Mm-hmm. We both bring things up. He's getting better at it. With other relationships, family, friends, I think that I'm way less like I'm more likely to just continue to observe and be like, well, maybe yeah. I'm causing this. Yeah. Maybe I'm misinterpreting. Maybe I did something and I didn't realize it. I'm more likely to just be like, I want to wait and and be sure. Yeah. Like collect all of the data. I don't know. Like, and then before I bring it up, uh, which I guess does happen in Chris and I's relationship with some things where I'll be like, okay, I've been collecting some information for several (laughs) months and I would like to present it to you. Here is something that I think that we should like change or work on. And he'll be like, oh, I think it's fine. And then I'll be like, well, here is excessive amounts of data that I have collected that indicate it is in fact not fine. And that's, like, not fun for anybody to experience. Like, no. I've been watching you for several months, and I have noted, like, <laughs> why didn't you just say something? Yeah. <laughs> why did you oh, just spend funny. all this time making sure? Well, I wanted to make sure I was right before I said something. Anyway, I guess <laughs> um, I think it's all very difficult. I don't feel like I had any sort of education, whether, like, in school or family or whatever. Mm. And, like, 
here's how to bring up challenging issues yeah in a healthy productive way and yeah. that's a safe thing to do mm-hmm. and normal well, no I don't like normal as a word but like it's a common experience to mm-hmm. be uncomfortable in a relationship because you don't have the full perspective you only yeah. have your own experience of it and you can only gain the other one by like if you talk about it yeah, <laughs> exactly and I just didn't learn that skill any anywhere yeah um and I, I yeah I think that we did learn though probably the f- I mean maybe this is just not worth saying but like we did like learn the fears associated with those situations by how they were not handled. Yes. You know? Yes. And so it's like, even though we didn't learn anything proactive about it, we also were being fed information by our parents' responses and people around us by how much basically, apparently no one knows how to do. Right. No one knows how to do it. Right. So then then it's like even more scary than yeah and then it just becomes this big deal that's like huge and you build up in your mind and maybe overthink or whatever but any time that i'm I'm thinking of times with like friends that i currently have where there's been like a big thing where Mm. we've had to be like okay like this is the thing that's happening like let's talk about it it works out. It's fine. Yeah. Like fine. it's completely fine. It's helps you understand the other person way more than you did before. And you are able to provide compassion for them as opposed to just being like, well, this isn't <laughs> fuck that. Yeah. This isn't going anywhere or we don't I get mean, along or whatever. There's also the alternative that things don't go that way. Exactly. But with time, you like are given perspective on that too. Like, oh, that friendship's just, it just the wasn't season for me ended, or, yep. you know, like whatever. Yeah. I think that's hard to to accept too, though, because it's just difficult to not take that personally. It's difficult yeah. to be like, okay, like the time for that had passed. That's yeah. okay. Versus like, they don't like me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I like am. Um, Actually, well, I so there's a lot of in your headness about it when there obviously hasn't been any communication. So I yeah. am sort of dealing with that right now. Or it was like a few people that just have sort of dropped off, mm-hmm. and so like sort of sitting back and thinking like, is this something that's worth talking about? And for me, the answer currently is no because because I haven't spent over its amount of time thinking about it. I don't feel like I'm missing that much. And so it's like, we're good for now. We just, yeah, it could. And that's happened before too, where sometimes it's just like, well, my season is here and you are there and they're just not matching up right now. And it's okay if they do later sometime or not. Yeah. Um, but it is, I mean, it is scary. I think, like I said, because I'm not having like overt amount of anxiety about it or anything, it's just like a thing that's happening. Yeah. Then it feels fine. But there is also like the fear, like, what would I even say if I brought it up? Like, mm-hmm. what is, you know, so it's like, yeah, it's very articulating. Com- like, it's hard to articulate. It's very complex. Mm hmm. 
Can I switch gears? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I, on the same token of being in different seasons and stuff like that, I guess it's sort of like a positive question. Our experiences with our partners and having kids yeah. And also could be for those other friendships too. I feel like those mm-hmm. are two completely different answers, but both important. Yeah. yeah. Of just like, like how that, not necessarily just the dynamic change. I don't, I'm not interested in much, as much in like the kid part of it. Yeah. So much as like your, our, like maybe intimacy with your partner. And I don't mean like, sexually necessarily but just like tell me about yourself <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like just like the intimacy or the growth sure like the relationship itself yeah yeah because i mean there's a like whole cha- there's, like cha- how, it's, how it's changed yeah and obviously we s- kind of skipped the whole like getting married married part yeah but i feel like that's this is where we are now yeah. So like thinking about where we were as opposed to now and ha- like what has been the biggest, I think most beautiful change is what I'm looking for. Oh, look at how you phrased that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> okay. I think for, so both of us as individuals have different things that feel more important to start addressing now. Mm-hmm. Like how to process emotions mm-hmm. <laughs> for example um but each of us with our own struggles with that that are very different mm-hmm. and i think for us the result of that has been g- good mm-hmm. like i know that i have really changed a lot not just since wesley was born but also, like changing even more, even even more so with Vivian and the dynamic with the both of them and the whole thing. Mm. I think that for me, it's motivation to understand anger in lots of different new ways. Yeah, because you can, like, you see it at its most, like. Un, not unhinged, but like just like unmanaged level yeah. in your children, mm-hmm. at least in my experience. And that's like, very, it's very confrontational in some way because yeah. like, you can't just be like, oh, okay, like we're going to pretend that's not happening. Like yeah, we're going to pretend not they didn't get that from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally today I was like, <laughs> this is so annoying. Yeah. And this is a tiny me. This is adult me and a four-year-old's body, and I can't even fucking be mad about it because I'm the reason. I'm the problem. (laughs) Yeah, and I think to our experience together, because his struggles are a little bit different than mine. He he struggles with anger, but in a different way, and like there's a whole thing of just basically for both of us just trying to figure out emotion, and part of that is how like how to respond when there is negative emotion whether it's anger or sadness or fear or whatever and however it's being expressed like it has occurred to both of us that okay well like we can okay we're we're like verbally okaying emotions good for us but like 
we are not modeling yeah. it because mm-hmm. we don't know. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit. Like, I don't know how to do that. Yeah. In a, <laughs> in a healthy way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like I don't, I mean, there are, there are the way, there are the ruts that we've carved that we've yeah. done forever, but we kind of don't want to do that. And so whatever that is, whether that's raging or ignoring it or whatever it is, we want to do it in a healthy way but we don't know how. So like yeah. we kind of have to learn how and then model it and teach it. And so I think both of us discovering like which, where we're at with that has been mm-hmm. really like a profound change in our relationship. But then it also uh, like that learning and acceptance and knowledge and whatever practice then helps our relationship dynamic too, because that's something that can be practiced with all people. Like it's not limited to your kids. Mm -hmm. That's just like treating people like people. Um, And so that ends up benefiting us a lot. Um, Like I was really proud of myself this morning. I like, (laughs) uh, I've been trying to, for probably two months, figure out where I can like slip in and work out. Yeah. And I work from home. So I'm like, okay, well, if I get the kids to daycare by like seven, then I can work out before I work at like eight, eight thirty. But it's never happened. <laughs> so this morning I was like, you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna put out work on clothes put on workout clothes. So like after I drop them off, then I'll be ready and I'll have no excuse. I did not work out. <laughs> but I like was like Chris, like, look at my idea. I'm so excited. And he was like, yeah, whatever. Like he was thinking about other things. It was not the time, but I was so offended. Like just like deeply at my core crush. I'm like, but it's a bid for connection and you blew me off. How dare you? (laughs) And so, and then I was like rushing around trying to get the kids out. I'm like, I have to get them out by seven so I can do that. And he's like, he was like, (laughs) Mickey Mouse says rushing is never helpful there's like three episodes on it and i'm like i don't love how you just presented that but fair <laughs> that's fine <laughs> and then we like finished out our morning or whatever and got everybody packed up and then later i was like oh i am sitting here mad like just upset i was feeling icky and i couldn't yeah. figure out why and i finally realized it was like oh i like had this bid for connection where I was so excited yeah. about this thing and proud of myself and I got totally shut down and I'm sad. Yes. And so I texted him. I was like, hey, like, I appreciate your help so much this morning. I'm also feeling really sad about this. And he was like, yeah, man, I totally missed it. I'm so sorry. Like, I am excited for you and I'd love to hear about it later. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Okay, <laughs> I better. Okay, great. Talk. I'm going to go now. Um. Anyway. All that to say, I think that's been the biggest and most challenging and certainly not, it's not, there's no completeness to that. It's like an ongoing, an ongoing thing. Oh man. Uh, well, I definitely relate to the rejected bids for connection because that's (laughs) happened so many times. I like how you, I like the wording. It's a John Gottman. It's like a John Gottman. Okay. And so I stole it. It's not mine. You didn't token it. No, I didn't token it. I stole it. I stole it from the relationship (laughs) gurus. It's not my thing. Well, it works. Um, (laughs) um, I think for us, similarly, like kids bring out all your shit, right? So 
I, I think that we both, what the, like we both got to a point where we couldn't just do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like we couldn't just be as we were. Yeah. Um, and so it has brought, I think, similarly, a lot of personal growth for both of us, which obviously changes your relationship dynamic yeah. if you're both in in growing seasons um, and both sort of coming to our own, I guess. I think Adam, it's interesting because I've heard this from a lot of people and I wonder if, I wonder if that's a thing. Um, like Adam started running again when I was pregnant. Um, and so his sort of journey to himself kind of began with that a little bit Mm -hmm. and mine took much longer because obviously I was like building children. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There was no time for personal growth with, you know, um, and so I felt a little, there were some, there is some, some ways that I feel ahead of Adam in like things like spiritual growth, Mm -hmm. but then. Um, like personal, uh, I guess physical falls into it, but really just like personal growth area. I think Adam's a little ahead, mm-hmm. um, just cause he had that extra couple of years to sort of get in his groove and like gain his hobbies back and like create things that he wanted for himself. And, um, and I'm like only very recently, like within the past year or so year or two, fall finally like gaining that for myself and I think like the autonomy that um we've acquired but I feel like a t- just autonomy is different than when you have it as a parent mm. um because there's like a whole nother thing it's not just like oh I'm a busy person but I'm finding time for me it's yeah. like no I'm literally in charge of keeping other humans alive that otherwise yes. probably couldn't Right. (laughs) On their own. Um, And I think that sort of autonomy really has pushed us to be um, closer. Um, Yeah, because you sort of, you really have to cooperate to orchestrate it. Yeah. I mean, it really is a team effort for both of us now. Like before, I would be so resentful because Adam would have his things and I had nothing. But there wasn't anything I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So the schedule was clear because it was just Adam and his things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and so now it like really is like a team effort to figure out like, well, you can work out Saturday mornings. I'll take Sunday mornings. You have a run this day. I have mom's night out this night, you know, all mm-hmm. the different busy physical plans. Um, but I think also just like we, we now are both like finding connection elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's been really helpful for us because mm-hmm. – then it makes our connection sweeter because it's sort of sacred in a way that isn't if it's your only connection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, that resonates a lot. I think, um, we're a little bit st- in the, in the phase, maybe it's a fa- like a relationship phase. I don't really know, but a phase where I am doing all the things. Yeah. And cr- I would say, I mean, I don't know. He'll probably listen to this and be like, ah. um, <laughs> but where Chris is still like working to feel like he is valid to take up space and do yeah. things. And mm-hmm. so he's not really connected with what he wants to do. Yeah. 
Um, and also I'm like a big old judgy judgerton of the one thing that he does want to do. <laughs> Although I have made a lot of progress on that because we had a good, we had a good couple therapy session where, where couple therapist was basically like, so you're saying you don't value creativity. And I was like, God, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> not at all. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, it's uh, pretty much what you're saying when you're, he's saying like, this is my way of creative expression. And you're like, I don't like it. No. But what are you getting out of it? <laughs> so anyway, I am uh, learning to validate creativity in myself as well. Thank you, Chris. Um, anyway, I, I think that that's probably like it comes in ways I hope, like you can't I possibly i i hope that it gets a little bit more established like we are done having kids so mm-hmm. i don't have to worry about like that part of it like sharing my body and my space yeah. and my energy in yeah. that way like so directly that i would it's think, so all-consuming when that yeah happens. yeah yeah but then uh, at the same token like we're both doing like we both have like physical goals hobbies things like that that bring us connection and there's things like that that it's sort of the same as we're talking about with coping mechanisms they go in waves because you couldn't possibly like Mm -hmm. like working out was my coping mechanism until I had to have back surgery and then all of a sudden it was gone I feel like it sort of goes in waves in the same way like he could get hurt I could get hurt you know like and then but then like the having had the that sort of autonomy together or that sort of connection where you're both able to be separate ish it like sort of brings this new or special feeling I don't want to use the word connection again um but my example is just like I like I had been making like great strides like personally and then obviously I couldn't physically move anymore yeah and I had to rely on everybody else heavily on Adam and I mean it's really hard to do that um (laughs) but but we were able to do it and in a way that it wasn't like oh I had I relied on him, but it wasn't like I have all these expectations of you. Yeah. You know, like we, Mm -hmm. because there were days where it was too much for him Mm. and being able to just be present in that, like, Hey, I am only, I'm really only able to give 15% today, but it does not mean that you have to give the rest. Yeah. Like it's okay if we're both low capacity today. Like, yeah. Um, and I guess like finding that balance. Yeah. I think that's something that we're both, that we are coming into mm-hmm. for sure. Um, just because I'm in school and working full time and it's something that I think Chris often sees much sooner than I do. Mm. Like, this is that's fine like I don't know that he would be able to articulate it quite like that but that like it that no one's we're not, we don't have to equal 100% here yeah. mm-hmm. like there there are days where that's just not reasonable that's not yeah. gonna happen um and it no the children aren't going to die if we yeah. have a 20% day together like it's yeah. fine yeah and I feel like uh, actually that sort of like feeds into I feel like and I don't I don't want to camp out on friendships just because we've already talked about it. 
But I feel like that is the reason, the main reason why, obviously, like, busy lives and stuff like that. Sure. But, like, friendships or relationships as parents kind of get the shaft because everyone is expecting that everyone is assuming that everyone is expecting a hundred percent yeah of you oh insightful like I don't I there are very few people I mean I don't know I I have made a I have made a whole lifestyle about <laughs> of just like showing up with whatever capacity I have you know like I'll yeah. show up to play group and be like no, today is today is four point five percent. I am at a small, low capacity today. Yeah. Do not approach. I'm just here to be out of the house. <laughs> also, I'm in charge. Hello, thank you for coming. <laughs> Please listen to this recording of Casey on a seventy-eight percent day. Uh, but I think, like on a on a one-to-one like friendship basis, not necessarily things like that. I like there's not many people that I. Or maybe not me personally, because I feel like I don't feel like I do this anymore. I'm okay. I guess used to. I don't do it anymore. But there's just like this idea that like you have to be in a certain mood or a certain mm-hmm. space to like be with anyone else. Yeah. And I don't know. I I don't know. I I think even for this alone, like. I don't know. There are nights where we both come down here and we're like, (laughs) (laughs) and we just do it at whatever capacity we're at and it turns out fine. And so I think that's like sort of a, just a small picture of like, it's okay. It's okay to show up to a friend at 20%. Mm -hmm. It's okay to not want to sit down and deep dive. It's okay to like veg out on the couch or like, it's okay to scream at your kids in front of your friends. Like, I was just thinking today how mortified I would be if I was actually friends with any of our neighbors because Adam ha- Adam and I have both like rent like getting them in the car is such a fucking nightmare. My my neighbors probably think I'm the biggest bitch ever. <laughs> I'm like get in the fucking car. Oh my god. Oh my god. But yeah, it's just like just it's okay. It's okay to be in a bad mood. It's okay to be and and I understandably sometimes people obviously want to be alone when they're low capacity or right. angry or grumpy or whatever. But um just that it's available and you don't have to like match anybody else's capacity. Yeah. To be with them. Yeah, and you don't have to like balance it out either yeah like, like there's not one person doesn't have to hold space for the other one you can just be present together it's okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that it's also kind of a it's okay to be honest about like where where everyone is where you are you can give your your one to ten number and it's, yeah it's all fine <laughs> yeah i think that that is so so true i think that's also what makes it hard to make new friends as a Mm, parent yeah is that like i personally mostly have made friends in life through things that are consistent like school or like a job or Mm -hmm. something where you're just naturally with people the person the people and then you just naturally like oh that person's pretty cool like i'm gonna maintain that friendship with them where it's not necessarily like orchestrating an event or an environment or like a friend date or whatever it might be to like 
make it happen. Whereas even just adult friendships sans kids, like without kids is like kind of difficult to yeah. start. And then when you add kids to the dynamic, it's just like, I, I don't know, dude. Like, can know. we just, I, I don't can we know. just start a podcast? <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> well, that'll solve it. Give us an established meeting time and. <laughs> right. Oh God. No, it's hard though. It's really hard. Um, Okay, I want. I think I want to do a fun question to wrap it up. I'm I'm down. I don't have a fun question in okay. mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so first of all, and find a fun question. Then yeah. Wrap it up. Uh, maybe like wedding songs. Okay. So what 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 was your wedding song? How was your first dance? And what like what what are your reflections on your experiences? Of the wedding as a whole or the no, song just parts? the song parts. Okay. Uh, I feel really good about all the songs that we had. We walked down the aisle. I walked down the aisle to uh, Tennessee Whiskey. Nice. Which is very reflective now that <laughs> Adam is sober. Um, but also Calvin played. Yes. Uh, but he flew in from Canada like the night before mm -hmm. to make it. So he wasn't at any of the rehearsals or anything. And I don't think I even had a chance to talk to him before. <gasps> and so like I just started walking down the aisle. And in retrospect, like I, we should have waited and let him sing a little bit. Yeah. Because the aisle was long. But he like by the time we got down to the aisle, the like the end, Calvin hadn't even started singing yet. Oh. And so we stopped and let yeah. him sing a couple lines first, but I like disappointing that mm -hmm. I didn't realize that and that he, we could have like waited for him to start singing before we came down, or, you know, what just yeah. the logistics. Um so our uh our first dance song was Herb Alpert's um This Guy's in Love with You and um there was a point I'm just going to do that, okay? Um, I don't know what that song is, and I'm going to have to look it up on my way home. <laughs> oh, yeah, do it. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> He's a saxophone player. Oh. Yeah. So early on in our relationship, Adam, like, drunkenly put that song on, like, far before our I Love You's or anything <laughs> like that. And um, and I was like, oh. Um, so that was our song. And I, I... I think the disappointing part of our first dance was that we had, so I had talked about the dance lessons before and yeah. I ended up going with him to mm -hmm. dance lessons for a little while um, until I figured out that they were sort of not taking advantage. They were just salesy in oh, him into being stinks. like on like competitive like mm. ballroom dancing and he was like not interested but spending all this money on it and like I knew about it now. And so it like wasn't something that we needed to do anymore. Like yeah. the point of him doing it was to know how to dance so that we could dance together. Yeah. And then that was achieved. And so we were sort of doing it for no reason because he didn't know how to tell them we weren't coming back. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but we had like learned a whole routine together. Like we did sure. a whole thing and like performed it at the, they're little, they have like little monthly concerts or whatever with uh, amongst themselves. Yeah. And, um, and so we knew some of the basics 
and um we both just sort of blanked <laughs> but we yeah. didn't like i don't you know like ballroom dancing like it's very structured yeah but we didn't like really like move in yeah. afterwards so like we weren't cozy together we looked like we were about to do a waltz but we just moved around the room instead of doing any dance yeah. moves and so I like would have preferred if we were just like holding each other yeah. at, at that point, yeah. you know, like so if you're not going to do it, just don't. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, let, let me touch you. Let me, let's mm-hmm. be close. <laughs> mm-hmm. So in that way, it was a little bit disappointing, but, um, but yeah, I, all of our songs, I still listen to that playlist all the time. I, other music wise for the wedding was also a little disappointing, but okay. Because we had a tailgate wedding. Okay. And so we music was like a big deal for us that's like mostly what we did like if we weren't out then we were at home like making our own playlists or listening to music together um and so we had sat down and made playlists for before and after the ceremony like hours and hours longs worth like we sat there and made it like what we wanted it to be and uh we had one very small speaker that Calvin I think used yes. to sing and so you couldn't hear any music whatsoever. Um, so. What? That's awesome. Oh. <laughs> um, we did something similar. We just, but we like rented DJ speakers. Yeah. For like a, because we had an outdoor wedding yeah. on a deck and um, we just had like a playlist going mm-hmm. on it too. But um, people thought those speakers were too quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so the person with the speaker came a bit late. So we had a whole pre ceremony ceremony playlist that didn't get played because it, I mean, it was like pouring rain. (laughs) There's a lot going on, but I mean, but we, I still listen to those playlists all the time too. So I don't remember. I remember our playlist, but I don't remember which specific songs we did for which things except for our dance. But we had like a Final Fantasy song on there uh-huh. we had um sticks can't remember the name of the song right now this is really exciting that's what i was trying to like phone a friend with my phone to like find the playlist but i it's not on here <laughs> of course not um uh and then we had uh an enya song um of course of course <laughs> not like with words well it has words but i think it's a lord of the rings one it wasn't like may it be or anything it was a different one this is really going really well um let's <laughs> just stop and pretend i didn't say any of those things that make no sense our um first dance was um to hanging by a moment and the lifehouse one and we picked that because we would play uh think it was called SingStar, like the like karaoke playstation game okay a lot and we like ended up singing that song together repeatedly like (laughs) not necessarily on purpose and so it was felt really fitting to to (laughs) slip it in there for that um and yeah we (laughs) our wedding was on a game day um like in the afternoon because we're not night people yeah and so uh it was hot and like people were trying to leave to go to the game and they're yeah. like can you guys hurry it up here with the dancing and shit like come on now <laughs> um we would have been smarter to do a tailgate a tailgate wedding yeah but 
we did who is the game iowa state oh oh okay like come on i mean get out of here (laughs) not to iowa state (laughs) anyway it was yeah Um, i I don't even know it wasn't like a big like it wasn't a particularly big game it might have been homecoming though i'm not sure i did have like some of my color guard friends had to like come and then leave which that's legit you have to go perform like i was that's fine yeah but like cousins i'm like just drink there's free liquor like it's just literally like a hop skip over there yeah do you want me to buy you a cab so you can get there like, yeah just drink and then go here i don't understand <laughs> now but um anyway yeah so that was our that was our first dance song we had a really good playlist for the rest of it that i don't remember the mm. names of things for yeah but it was good i, I there were a couple of video game songs an enya song and some 70s action of course that was great mm. we we also i don't know if the timeline is exactly right but we also like our wedding ended up being like very fast in comparison to what most people do like we got engaged in the end of january and our wedding was the first week in august but that was because we had to go based off of the baseball schedule sure ultimately I mean, that makes sense. We had to pick a game day, which didn't, I mean, the game got canceled. <laughs> so we no. could have just. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, God. Um, the song is Journey. It's not Sticks. Okay. <laughs> and it's Faithfully. Okay. God. <laughs> and then the Enya one is. Um, and this is it's this one. How would you say this? Aneron? Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it's Gaelic probably, so I don't want to, you know, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and then the other one is like about a shell. Final Fantasy about a shell, but I don't remember what it is. I this is great. That. I'm I'm presently making a Spotify playlist of these songs because I'm like I should have I should this. have this already. This is terrible. Where did it go? I don't understand. Um, it's probably the theme or something. Hmm. The end. Goodbye. <laughs> see you. <laughs> see you. See you next time. <laughs> oh, God. We need to figure out how to not awkwardly end episodes. You know what? We were we were peddling people before to to send stuff to us we haven't received anything right no come on people <laughs> email us things not nudes i mean nudes at this point send us nudes <laughs> just really send it just send something <laughs> and we'll you know respond to it um or casey will <laughs> yeah i'll do it <laughs> i if if i would prefer a a dm if possible okay yeah and i like, like i Instagram. just don't check the email as often yeah but um, anybody that has Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about your, about your songs or as stated previously, your, your grief, which is we're, we're much more interested in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway, Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the right day. Oh God. Mm, Bye. Bye. (laughs)